to Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me in the studio today, I have Maggie McMillan and John Blasco from the Juno Chamber of Commerce. How are you both doing today? Great. It's sunny outside. It is. I was going to say, Mike, you, you're not Mike. John, you're already set up for sports season. You got your Seattle All-Star Games shirt on there. I got my flip-flops on. I'm enjoying this weather. I mean, hey. people tried to say summer was o- over, but I protested and look at it out there. You had enough sway. You changed it. <laughs> wow. It's nice having you both in here, and I know the Chamber's been up to a lot of things. So the first thing I want to check in on, because I was asked about this earlier, how'd the, how'd the golf tournament go? Oh man, the golf. I mean, well, we had a day like this. That was that was step one that we needed. With beautiful day, uh, we had gosh, close to ninety golfers that participated, and it was a great fundraiser for the chamber. Uh, you know, wonderful day of golf. Uh, I think the winning team was two under par for the for the day. My team shot the best we've ever done. So, uh, yeah, no, great great day for golf. Uh, great day for chamber and. Yeah, we thank all the sponsors for supporting the event and all the golfers that came out. It was a busy weekend with Rainball Tournament, with the Fair and Haynes. I think there was a marathon that day. So uh, the fact that we still had 90 golfers out supporting the chamber, and, um, you know, it was a great day. Well, that's good. Hopefully, uh, and then remembering the uh, a year's worth of pizza, hopefully a college student won that. <laughs> Unfortunately, no hole-in-ones this year. We try. I mean, uh, we, we keep putting them on all the holes, hoping. You know, it's only a par three course, so we're, there was a couple close to pins, uh, but no hole-in-ones to give away anything anything big. Well, the point is folks try, and I think that's the significant part there. Now, I know another big thing we want to talk about today was the, the some of the Chamber of Commerce luncheon guests that are coming, because you guys have some pretty big ones that are coming through. We do. We have a pretty packed schedule for um, the next month. So this week we have Rory Watt. Rory's going to be talking about bonding and um, a new city hall. Uh, so that one is already halfway sold out. So if you're interested, go to junochamber.com and register for lunch. Next week, we're not having our normal luncheon. We've been invited by um, Celebrity Cruise Lines to join them on the Celebrity Eclipse. So uh, myself and about 25 of our members will be on board the Eclipse for lunch and an environmental tour of the ship, which we're really excited about. Um, and then the next two luncheons are probably... I don't want to say that our luncheons aren't important, but they're really the most important luncheons I think we hold of the year, which are our candidate forums, right? Uh, We have a big election coming our way. So we have broken down the forums into two forums this year. The first is going to be on September 14th, and it's going to feature the four assembly candidates that are running for District 1 and 2, and the three school board candidates. And then the second one... Actually, sorry, the second one... The first one's on September 7th. The second one is on September 14th. And that is the one that's going to have all 10 of the area-wide candidates. And remember, there's 10 candidates running for two seats. That luncheon's going to be 90 minutes because that we have to give 10 people a chance to, to answer questions. <laughs> exactly. And I, think, and I think that's important that there is that opportunity there because then folks that may want to you know get a better sense of who the candidates are can go to that forum and be like, all right, Here's what this person is, who's, where's what they stand on on these issues. And I think that's a very important thing to have out there. Yes, it's really important. I don't think, not to sound naive, but prior to moving to Juno, I don't think I paid so much attention to local elections. And it's probably because of my job at the chamber. But people really should pay attention to who they're voting for on a local level. It affects your daily life. It affects the way our businesses are run, the way zoning is handled. It is very impactful on your everyday life. So don't just 
go in blind. You should research and know who you're voting for. Oh, definitely. And then even to expand it back in sort of the, the, the commerce aspect, those are also people that can have impacts on your local economy. So if you're concerned about that, then that's another reason to make sure you do your research and figure out who you want to vote for. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, uh, you know Juneau is a, is a town that uh, needs economic de- development. And so making sure that we have an assembly that's kind of, you know, has their eye on the business community uh, and what things can do to help that is as we continue to grow, we represent, you know, the chamber represents close to 300 businesses. And so it's definitely a focus for us to make sure that um, the city is, is doing, taking policy actions that support the businesses, uh, both, you know, small mom, pop locally, but also the, the larger businesses that have significant impact on our community. So, Gotcha. You know, I have to have a, a brief joke in there. Every time I hear the chamber described like that, I'm always reminded of like a guild in an old fantasy setting. Oh, the guild. It's all of us important folks in this one industry. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I mean, it is basically the same concept. It's just, you know, the, the practical application of that. You know, this is, you know, the opportunity for all these businesses to get together and say, hey, here's what we're looking for. Here's what we need. How can we get that? exactly right we are the voice of the business community here in Juneau with 300 businesses as our members we have a lot of issues that we take on and they are not always industry specific and um, so we encourage people who are not chamber members to attend some luncheons or to come visit us at the chamber and learn more of our learn more about our guild as Jordan's calling it today Um, but yes it's definitely um, a very active guild and we are always working towards bettering the business community gotcha now I know one of the things you mentioned in there and you didn't I know you said you didn't want to get too in the weeds on it is one of those topics for this week's luncheon was city hall so did you want to touch on that very briefly because like I said I know you didn't want to get in the weeds on that one so right now we're just uh, watching the situation, we haven't had a, we haven't made a, a stance on it. So it's something that we're definitely watching, and uh, we asked Rory to come in to talk about it because we know it is such a hot topic currently. And we also wanted him to explain how bonding works a little bit better for people that aren't paying attention to city finance the way that we are at the chamber. Okay, then could you maybe give me a brief synopsis, of kind of what the bonding is from your guys' understanding, or no? I'm seeing a no there. Okay. Well, you can't fault me for asking real quick. You can't fault me for that. That's why you need, you're going to come to the lunch on Thursday. Well, that was already my game plan. <laughs> but it's good to just make my ask, ask my questions I mean, now. There's clearly different um, financing and funding available to the city. You know, they, they've got their general funds, but they can also go out and get these general general obligation bonds. Um, but, you know, to speak to the, the actual bonds, terms, or anything like that, you know, we'll let Rory do that uh, on Thursday. So. Okay. And I'll record him then anyway. So I'll have all the audio that I need. Okay. And so then maybe talk to me about, you know, what that uh, celebrity cruise one will be, since I don't think I'll be able to get in there. So um, this is actually really exciting. Pre-COVID, um, lunches and things happen aboard ships, but we haven't had one on our cruise ship for four years now. So um, our friends at Royal Caribbean and Celebrity Cruise Lines invited us to bring 30 of our members on board a ship for... Not just a normal, you know, our normal luncheons are about an hour, hour and a half, depending on when you get there. Um, This one is a two-hour event. We're having a reception and a program, and then we get to do the environmental tour of the ship, which they're not really open to the public, so it's pretty cool to be able to go inside the ship and see how it runs, and um, you go into, like, the water treatment areas, you go into the engine room areas, and you see all the things they do to keep themselves clean and in our harbor. 
Okay. And that was kind of what I was curious, kind of wondering and curious about, because, you know, you hear that it's on, you know, a cruise line. I'm like, okay, what specifically are you doing on the cruise line? Because I knew, because like you would say, you know, it sold out very quickly and then there wasn't going to be, you know, room for me to get a press seat in there. So that kind of helps elaborate that a bit more for me. So I do appreciate that. And that is another important one to look at, especially because the large portion of Jewish economy is around that tourism and cruise ship industry. So if we have a better sense of the environmental and economic impact of that, I think that's a very important thing to do. Yeah, and I'm fortunate. I've gotten to go on a few ships this year, and I'm always really surprised about how advanced their systems are and when they show their reverse osmosis system and how clear the water is. And um, so I'm really excited to bring members on board so they can also see the work that the cruise lines have done to keep themselves environmentally in thoughtful. line, thoughtful yeah. in line, whichever term we want to throw in there. You know, and they're continuing to make investment to improve that, right? I mean, we've come a long ways, and you know, it's not a not a perfect science yet, but it's really it's really great to see that they are making the capital investment year after year to improve their ships um, with the upgrades and the equipment that can be as environmentally sustainable as possible. And I think you hit the hit it right there. You know, the, it's the point that they, the fact that they are putting in that effort and that investment in doing that, because in other circumstances they might not have. They could have just kept doing it, but that's not what they're doing. They're putting in the time to try and make those more sustainable choices. Yeah, Alaska is a pretty pristine place, and and we want to keep it that way, while keeping the you know tourism economy here. Gotcha. Well, we are going to move into our break. When we come back, we'll be talking more with Megan McMillan and John Blasco from the Juno Chamber of Commerce. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. And we are back with more Action Line on KINY. Now, joining me still, I have Megan McMillan and John Blasco from the Juno Chamber of Commerce. And during the first half of the show, I kind of did what felt a bit more like a check-in with how things are going with the Chamber. I asked you both about how the Chamber of Commerce luncheons are going, which typically I go to, and then we can use that in the newscast if I feel like we want to. But now, I want to ask you both about something that can be a bit rougher for folks to follow along to, and that's, what are some of the government affairs things that the Chamber has been working on? So we've, you know, we're watching quite a bit. Uh, you know, there's always a lot going on with government affairs. Uh, you know, we've got priorities that we issue out every year after our annual uh, board retreat. Uh, but lately, there's a couple things that have popped up that were we were pleased to see that Department of Highway and Public Facilities has two of the chamber's priorities on their list, and that's Cascade Ferry Terminal and North Douglas um, Crossing. And so both of those were on their latest uh, stip that they just Discussed, And so we're monitoring that to, to make sure that some of these key projects that we see for Juno's future uh, continuing to be part of the state of Alaska's uh, DOT's kind of focus as well. Okay. Maybe expand on the, uh, the North Douglas Crossing. Like, what aspect of that is the chamber really focusing on? Getting it done. Getting the bridge built. Um, so this has been a long priority of the chamber, right? So we've just, every process... Wherever they are in the process, we are helping them move it forward. From public opinion to uh, the all of the information, we are just trying to keep moving it forward. This project pops up and then falls off. We don't want it to fall off. We, we want to see it come to fruition, and we will watch it until we see a second bridge built. And there's a lot of actual good, mo- good momentum behind it right now, actually. Um, you know, so there's uh, Katie Kester with the city, or... or 
to be city new city manager. I don't know if she's officially the role yet, but uh, she she's been working on getting some funding uh, for the next phase of environmental, and she actually won a big grant for that. You know, several over ten million. I can't remember the exact number, uh, but we she met with the chamber. We got together, government affairs group, did an outreach with with a bunch of our members, including the chamber, writing a letter to help support that grant uh, funding, which which came into play. So, you know, that, that project's got some good momentum behind it and federal funding available to keep the studies and analysis going. So we're we're just trying to stay involved and, and do what we can for projects. You know, that's that project's, you know, got a lot of value, um, one being just the safety aspect. You know, we have one bridge that's been hit a couple times in the last five years. So, um, you know, as we see... You know, major weather events happening and and all the transportation going through there. Um, you know, the you know the population of the residents of uh, Douglas Island deserve uh, to have multiple access points. Okay, and I think that was one of the bigger arguments I had heard, uh, kind of as I was sort of following along the situation. It's really that safety aspect of it. If if anything happens to that bridge, well, how are you going to get everybody off of Douglas? You, yeah, it's going to take you a lot of effort to do that. But if you have two bridges, then. Yeah. And there's also the the safety is probably right up there, but there's also economic value to it. You know, there's a lot of backside of Douglas development that has been analyzed, um, you know, from housing to to commercial development. You know, and we've got an amazing ski resort. Right. And um, just, you know, continue to expand access to that, you know, with the, uh, you know, potentially soon to be gondola project up there. And so we we see a lot of value in that bridge, um, you know, having another access point to Douglas. Okay, and I think that's another one I had really wanted to hit, just kind of getting some more information on that, because I know a lot of folks probably hadn't heard about anything kind of moving with that in quite some time, so I think it was good to check in on that. Now, is education anywhere in there in some of the government affairs concerns? Yeah, one of our uh, chamber priorities this year is child care, and we've recently... um went to UAS to be a part of a task force and provide input on things that could happen to benefit our community here in Juneau. Um, we're hoping that we can continue to collaborate with um, UAS and the school district and other businesses who are also concerned about child care to really find solutions in our community. Um, we have recently uh, added Blue Scheibler onto our government affairs committee because she's an expert in all things early child care development. And um, she's been a very uh, good asset, I believe, to our government affairs committee because we are more engaged. We've always had child care as a priority, but now we are engaging in task force and um, actually um, being more part of a conversation. Okay. I think it's also good to hear movement happening on the child care front because obviously, and I think this is another one of those things that I feel goes without saying, child care has been a big concern for quite some time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been an issue for a long time. The cost is an issue. The availability is an issue. Uh, you know, there was a Facebook post not too long ago. Somebody asked, is it really, am I really number 200 on a wait list? You know, it's like, wow, and you know that you're, you know, that's a big wait list. Um, so, there, you know, there's got to be something done. Uh, you know, we've got to figure out. It's a statewide issue, right, at, well, more national. But, you know, there's there's stuff the city's looking into doing uh, with different grants. I think they just did some grants recently to help with child care operations, but, um, but also statewide regulations and different things that can help access. Um, and even JDC is trying to do some, you know, small business funding for child care. So 
there's a lot happening. Chamber just wants to make sure we're we're involved with the right organizations to con- continue to help find a solution. Gotcha. Now, my next big topic here is, and this is something we've checked in on a few times, but I just remembered it, and I figured we should probably check in on it again, is you are still raffling off that truck. We and are. other prizes. i got to stop myself. And other prizes. Yes, the truck and travel raffle, right? So we have about three weeks left to sell uh, the rest of our tickets. Uh, we're very excited to have a party. We're having it on September 9th at 12 p.m. is when we're going to pull the three winning tickets. Um, we're doing that at Juno Auto Mall. It gives an opportunity for folks to come out and check out Juno Auto Mall, but it also is going to have like cotton candy. We have DJ Javi playing live music. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a party. Uh, just a reminder on things about those tickets. They're $50 a piece. There are three prizes. The very grand prize is a brand new 2023 Toyota Tacoma TRD Off-Road. The second prize is a week-long cruise from Royal Caribbean. The third prize are two tickets anywhere Alaska Airlines flies. Those tickets are only $50 each, and they can be purchased at junochamber.com. That's junochamber.com. If you don't want to pay the online processing fee, you are also welcome to come visit us in the Valley at our office and we will um, sell you tickets right there or you can find a board member like John who has a bunch of tickets that he has to sell that is true I've been I've heard you trying to sell tickets every time I'm over at the chamber lunch and I already got one so (laughs) well we're hoping also that we've done them long enough that you'll forget by the time September comes around so we'll sell you another one because you forgot you already bought one well I mean September's not that far anymore (laughs) September's only technically September's next week I mean Jordan you're an odds guy what happens if you buy 10 tickets right I mean (laughs) well I mean it's 10 out of 30 out of 3,000 I mean there's only 3,000 tickets 1,000 tickets truck the truck which uh, Maggie did confirm that the so some people are like I don't really want a truck if I win you can actually Juno Auto Group will actually give you a credit for the value of the truck that you could apply to another vehicle uh, car of source. So Which I recall as well. It's about 40... 42,000 and change. Yeah. Because I had joked, like, if I wanted, I'd probably uh, exchange the truck, pay off my current car, and then get a, get a bigger car for myself. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then the cruises and the airline tickets, I mean, both of those are got value well over $3,000 as well. So, I mean, there, there's no shortness of uh, value in these prizes, so... Oh, Plus, definitely. you're supporting your chamber. And I think sometimes we forget when we're fundraising that we're not just throwing money at a raffle. You're um, making it possible for us to continue to advocate for the business community. So, And to uh, tie back into my joke, you're supporting the guild. <laughs> you're keeping the guild. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Well, we do have looks like about a minute left here. Is there anything that you wanted to bring up that I have forgotten to mention? Well, I guess we can, back on government affairs, we'll just touch on that. We're also really following uh, these issues closely. We're following the new city hall, the fifth cruise ship dock, and the proposed plans by Hunatotum. And, of course, the future of Telephone Hill, which is going to be quite the topic. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was there for the open house. I saw folks expressing their opinions there and i know that one's going to be another big topic especially now that we're going into the election i know that's going to come up a lot yeah and then finally our annual meeting we just noticed all of our members but just so you all know our annual meeting is september 21st so if you are a chamber member you should sign up for that lunch because that's when we will be voting in our new directors and bylaw changes and reviewing bylaw changes 
which are not as exciting, but <laughs> also on the list. It depends on who you are, <laughs> if it's exciting or not. You can make something that seems kind of blah exciting. It just depends on the right mindset. There you go. And that's ultimately what it boils down to. Well, actually, we've got a little bit of time I can squeeze out of here real quick. Did you want to touch on Telephone Hill? Because we already mentioned it's dicey. Did you want to touch on it a little bit? Nope, we are not touching on it yet. <laughs> um, it's one of those things. Uh, we're observing it. We're, uh, we're just watching the situation at this point. It's the long-term observation phase. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you both for taking the time to come in and chat with me. I always value your time, and I know I am technically taking you away from your other tasks to be here, so I do appreciate you both coming in. Anytime, Jordan. Oh, thank you, Jordan. We appreciate the radio having us on and, and being able to communicate to the, to the community. All righty. Well, there you have it. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY.